Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I cannot deny anymore what I'm seeing and hearing myself. She perished. Fire. They just shoved her in a little grave. I've never seen this before. I want to get the f*** out of here. There's something down there. My name is Amy Allen. A lot of dead people are here. I see dead people. This is not good. I speak to dead people. He is very pissed off. And they speak to me. The house is angry. But there's only one way to know if my findings are real. He's killed people. I rely on my partner. I'm Steve DeShave. I'm a retired New York City homicide detective. He got shot at his house? And I know every person, every house I see. Aren't you terrified being here? It's my job to reveal him. That sounds like something out of The Exorcist. But Steve and I never speak. We never communicate during an investigation. Until the very end. It's bad. When we uncover, if it's safe for you to stay... I'd like some answers. Or time to get out. Amy and I conduct our investigations independently. We'll never know about each other's findings until the very end. When we're done, we come together to compare what we discovered. I'm in Wichita, Kansas. I'm on my way to meet a woman named Kristen. She's terrified and says there's strange things going on in her home. She sent me a video that even freaked me out. I can't stop it right now. Look, ooh. I've never seen this before. To make matters worse, her grandkids have moved in with her and they're being affected as well. I'm hoping we can find her some answers.
and it's a long hallway, all black and burnt. A teenage girl showed up. There was a huge gash across the lower right side of her hairline. Before Amy can begin her walk, I need to clear the location of anything that could influence her. This house is filled with personal photographs, so it's important that I take my time to remove them all. There's two people here, and they're an elderly couple, a man and a woman. They like it here. They don't really want to leave, and she likes to be uh, in everybody's business. She really likes being dead because she can sit back and watch people that come and go. For her, she says, like it's like watching soap operas, but they're real. There's also something here that's not so good. This thing comes from outside. They called it in, but it's not good. I want to get the out of here. Kristen, you called me and Amy, and what's going on, and how can we help? I, I hear things, I'll hear bumps against the wall, and I'm not even sure what it is, and there's nobody here. Okay. I feel things, and I feel it's connected to me for some reason. There's something here that messes with my emotions, and it's affecting my grandchildren. It makes me feel afraid for them. Has this ever happened to you before you moved into this house? Yes. I thought I could handle it on my own, but it's just too much for me to handle anymore. Have you thought about just selling the house and leaving? That wouldn't work. Why do you say that? Because it would go with me wherever I go. It didn't just start in this house. It's just continuing in this house. There is a major sensitive who lives here. really, really strong abilities. Okay. Things are being attracted to this house and not good things either. Oh man, what ha This hurts. Some dead people are so powerful that they make the living very sick to the point where they might feel exhaustion, depression, even physical pain. It's not a good, healthy situation. Do you know if it affects the living? Yeah, it makes them sick.
What's going on in here? I'd be laying here trying to sleep and hear feet walking up and down the hall. You can hear it getting closer to my room. How often does it happen? Almost every day. I'm getting like a Herb, Herbie. He's real grumpy, really grumpy guy. His right hip is not good. But he was always in pain, always in pain. I go days without sleeping. I won't sleep in my room if I'm alone. I have to have someone here with me. I just feel cornered. Okay. He doesn't like really anybody who's ever lived here. This is his house. He is asking if we could remove the people from the home. He doesn't really give a about anybody else, you know, them. I was sitting here in the dining room. I had my back to the wall. And all of a sudden, it felt like something grabbed my arm and jerked it forcefully backwards. Okay, the window's there. Did somebody could have put their hand through the window from the outside? A shut window with the glass and a screen? No. Had that ever happened before? No, no, that never happened before. But it scared me. What'd you do? I started crying and got out of this room. Herbie's getting a little aggressive. Stop it. The dead man Herb is refusing to leave me alone. Right now he's trying to jump me, which means he's trying to take control of my thoughts and actions. This is really dangerous for me and anyone nearby. Stop it. <laughs> He wants us to leave. Kristen, you sent me a pretty intense video. Oh, here it goes, here it goes. It's getting me. What was going on? My hands and my feet, the veins all started popping out of them. It's going down my thumb. This is new. He knows how to physically manipulate the human body. It started going up my arm, both arms, and up my legs. Here it goes. I can't stop it right now. It's going crazy. I think my heart's okay. If you're sitting or laying down, man. Stick it over my foot. I can tell it's going in it right now. I can feel it when it happens. It's going up me, and then it gets really painful. It kind of hurts agitation up your spine. I don't know how he knows how to do this. It's probably going to kill me. Look at that. It felt like every muscle and everything was just locked up. Were you in pain? Yes. Well, uncomfortable. But it's him. It's him. He's doing that. He's doing that. Look. Ooh. I've never seen this before.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, here it goes. Here it goes. It's getting me. It's going crazy. Look. Ooh. I've never seen this before. Look at these points right here. What is that? So how'd you make it stop? I told it, that's enough. I want my body back. And it stopped. I just see, like, random dead people walking up the stairs outside, walking in and walking through the kitchen, walking up to here making living people sick. Things are being attracted to this house and not good things either. Jason, I've seen and spoken to Kristen. How else has the house affected Kristen? You know, it creates fear in her and angst. I mean, there's things that'll happen that want to get her attention. And there's days she's just uncomfortable, very unsettled, and downright scared. Things happen to her here that worry me. I want to talk about the videos that you took. What was going on that night? She just is there with you, obviously, but her eyes become despondent. She becomes unaware of what's around her and removed. I, I felt like something was trying to take over. Look. Ooh. I've never seen this before. There's something there. I cannot deny anymore what I'm seeing and hearing myself. He's mad. He's really mad. He's really mad now. Very, very upset right now. It feels like there's hands on, especially like my lower, like my right in here. Like it's like, you know, like, and then, but you feel it up your spinal cord, like electricity, like, and then it just makes you jerk. It's weird. Jeez, what the f 
man, this is weird. It's like he knows how to like do the electrical impulses in your body, in your brain. I don't like it at all. Jason, you told me about Kristen. What about you? Most recently, within the last month, I was laying there, my hands are on my chest like this, and something put its hands on me, and I look left and I see a, a silhouette of a little girl laying here. Jason, let me ask you something. What, what's going on with the grandkids? They talk about some dreams that they have. Chris's granddaughter really talks about one dream over and over again and comes to tears about really? it. Really? Mm -hmm. What was the dream? The way she described it to us was that her little brother was being cornered and these small, monstrous little characters were throwing things at his face, making him cry and hurting him. Did she say what they looked like? Yeah, she actually drew what she saw in her dreams on many occasions. What's these things on the head? She drew those as antennas or something. Ogre face is how she could describe it. She said it was real long and skinny, had long arms, pointy head, and she did them again and again. And she kept the characters looking the same. She didn't change them. So there's this thing on the roof. And it has been up there for a few months now. I don't know what this thing is. It's a uh, long, oh, skinny, like uh, some kind of bug looking thing. It just like scuttles on the roof, like that. And then, you know, it'll stop, you know? But it gets itself worked up, and then it does again, and again, and again, tries to get in. There's someone in here that it wants to be attached to. Alicia, I was talking to your mom. She explained some of the things going on in the house. I understand that your son, your niece, and your nephew all spent some time here, uh, and they've had some strange experiences. What happens with your son? Well, my son sees things. He gets drawn to certain areas in the hallway. He just keeps peeking over the corner, kind of looking at something. Mommy, what's that? What is that? He asks me, and I look, and there's nothing there. Does he ever describe it to you? He says, monster, or he says, oh, no, and he backs up and gets on his knees. Jason had described uh, your mom having a dark energy overcome her. What do you make of that? Well, my mom used to be really funny and witty and outgoing, and lately she's just different. I think it's stealing parts of her. I just want to know what it is and what we feel. There's too many things that have happened to where we can't deny that something's there. What are you hoping our investigation will do for your mom? I just hope that it frees her and we get our, our mom back. Uh, it wants in, it wants the person. It's bad for them, it's bad, it's bad for them. You said it wants to attach itself to this person. So what does that mean? What would that, what would happen then? 
The person would do bad things, like hurt, like hurt people, like hurt, hurt people, like hurt people. It's my job to find out who lived and who died on a client's property. Going through the deeds, I was able to track down the last owner of Kristen's house. But he died several years ago. So I'm going to speak with a neighbor to find out a little bit more about this guy. Did you know who lived in Kristen's house before she moved in? There was an older gentleman that lived there. Had you ever spoken to him? Yes. What kind of a guy was he? He was just a little bit of grouchy. The kids would run up and down the street and he would be kind of yelling at them because they were too loud or something. Did he ever talk to you or mention to anybody in the neighborhood about funny things going on at the house? No. And he was there a while? Yes. How about the rest of your neighbors? Uh, we're not aware of anything that, that's been going on. Your house is good? Yes. Herb feels like he lived here. When he died, I don't know if he actually really died here or if he like put himself here because it looks like he's in an apartment. So he could have like died there but wanted to be dying here. So he did live here at some point? I feel like yes, yes. Okay. It's his house, not theirs. Living people, he doesn't like them. Because they annoy him. They're in a space. This is his space. He likes it. This is his house. Kristen lives in a district of Wichita called Delano. So I'm going to speak with a local historian who knows that part of town inside and out. Talked to a few people in town, and they said that Delano was pretty wild back in the day. Uh, what can you tell me about that? Well, Delano was pretty much what you would consider the red light district. It was Sin City. It was Wichita's place where all the things that people didn't want to know about happened. It's a place for the cowboys to blow off a little bit of steam, a chance for them to get loose after basically being on the trail for three months, seven days a week, 16-hour days. It sounds like a real recipe for trouble. Yeah, yeah, there were an awful lot of things went on on that side of the river. Anything in particular? There was a, a horrendous gun battle there in Delano. Uh, there were two gentlemen, one by the name of Rowdy Joe Lau and his competitor, Red Beard. And uh, Red Beard and Rowdy Joe had dance halls that were right beside each other. The season hadn't been going very well for Redbeard. Money wasn't as good. Plus, Rowdy was 20 years younger. I think he just was out and out jealous. And Redbeard sees Joe in the other building. And he pulls out his gun and he shoots him. 
So in the middle of the gun battle, a couple of folks were shot, uh, one of which was a prostitute under Red's employee, Annie Franklin, shot in the stomach in the midsection. Doctors assumed that it was probably going to be a mortal wound. There's a woman. I saw her, she's laying, and she has, like, all this is open, like, you know, blood and tissue and skull brain. Ow. Being a sensitive, I can feel what a dead person is experiencing. Oh. And the pain this woman went through was unbearable. Yeah. But then I felt this cushion shatter. My ear felt up it's with blood. And, but then I do hear a gunshot, and I see a black gun. This girl, she died in the neighborhood. And it was a big deal. Okay, so she's an innocent bystander, and she takes one to the stomach. Pretty much, pretty much. And from all accounts, she probably died from those wounds. More than likely. As far as prostitutes went back then, uh, if they'd pass away, what happens to them? More than likely, it was a pauper's burial. Basically, just a hole in the ground. Not a headstone at all of any kind. Oh, I'm getting that pain back again. There was a girl. She got her face bashed in and her head cut open. They just shoved her in a little grave there. She just rotted up. I'm doing one last archive search on Kristen's property when I hit something big. A massive fire broke out just down the street from Kristen's house. It's a long shot, but I'm going to meet with the local fire chief to see if there might be some connection to what Kristen's experiencing. I'm conducting an investigation in the area, and I came across an article during my research about a Masonic home that was uh, burned down in 1916. Can you help me with that? Yes, the fire was started from a boiler. The, the boiler was inspected and found to have a leak. They decided that it was safe enough to use. They said, if we keep a watchman watch, that it'll be OK. There was a 16-year-old boy that was on watch, and he fell asleep. And he woke up about 2 o'clock in the morning, and the boiler room was on fire. What are you feeling right now? The hallway was burned, and the lady was burned. Do you know how many people, including the children, there were? 108. Now, how many kids were living there at the time? It was 47. Here's a picture of some of the children that were there. What can you tell me about the victims? There was two elderly couples, Mr. and Mrs. Brown and Mr. and Mrs. Ferris. 
and then a young lady, 20 years old, that worked there. She was taking care of the children. She was going to get married in the spring. She had been working on her wedding dress. And uh, when the fire came, she got all the children in her care out of the building. And then thinking that the fire would be extinguished, she pushed past the firefighter, went back in to get her wedding dress, and she perished. Jeez. Oh, The home was destroyed, basically. So where did these kids go? There was no evacuation plan whatsoever. So they just went out across the snow, some of them barefoot, going to the houses in the area. I encountered several entities on my walk, but the old man named Herb stood out as the most powerful and threatening inside the house. Who are we sketching today? It was an older male. Okay. <clears throat> he has a long oval face. He has a drinker's nose. Two chins. What race would this person be? White. White, okay. Is there anything about his eyes in particular? His brown eyes. Brown. Okay. Almond shaped. Is this the man that you remember seeing? Yes, that's him. After working independently of each other for the entire investigation, Amy and I are sharing our findings for the first time. Kristen, that's some pretty wild, bizarre things happening here. Thing is now, her, one of her daughters and two of her grandchildren are here with her now. And whatever's happening in the house is starting to affect the kids also. A big part of the reason we're here is the kids. The minute I walked into this house, I knew someone here had abilities. And I have a pretty good idea that it's Kristen. Amy, maybe you could tell us about your walk a little. The first thing I encountered was a dead girl. Then I saw a gun, and there were brains and blood. She was killed. I do hear a gunshot, and I see a black gun. And she has, like, all this is open, like, you know, blood and tissue and brain. How? And then I saw her being thrown into a really shallow grave. This house, believe it or not, sits right in the middle of what was once a very violent neighborhood. And it was like the wild, wild west here. There was a, a big shootout between two brothel owners. And the brothels were right next door to each other. One guy, Rowdy Joe Lau, gets shot. And a prostitute gets killed. They gave her a pauper's burial. You know, dig a hole, stick her in it, and you're done. 
I wasn't able to track down a picture of this woman. Back in the 1870s, hardly anyone had their picture taken. So unfortunately, we'll never know if Amy saw the prostitute who was killed in the shootout. What else did you see? Children were playing, and there was a fire. I saw the hallway burned. And there was a woman who was burned. And she said, I'm half the woman I used to be now. A couple blocks from here, there was a Masonic home that was a home for Masons that were retired and for orphans. And this is actually the building. 108 people lived there. 47 of them were children. These are like the kids that would have been orphans in the Mason Hall. Late December, back in 1916, about 2 o'clock in the morning, a fire breaks out. What happened was they had a 16-year-old kid that was watching a boiler that was faulty. He fell asleep. He woke up to flames. The kids all got out. They went running, and they actually ran to people's homes in the area for help because they didn't know what to do. You guys hear kids in the house, right? Yes, and running in the hall. You also had another incident with a kid while you were in bed. Yes, I was laying there and I felt a cold hand go over both of my hands and I woke up and I looked left and I see a little girl right beside me. I thought maybe it was her granddaughter and it wasn't. Mm -hmm. What else did you see? Coming from the back door into the little dining area in there was a lot of dead people coming in. What do you mean? They were just in line, walking. They're drawn here by something, and it's not good for the dead people or the living. So it's having a negative effect both on you and on the dead upset stomachs, to uh, ulcers, fatigue. She described every one of those things. Mm -hmm. Anytime I'm here, my stomach just gets upset. upset. And then I'm, when I'm not here, I'm fine. And it's just strange to me. Did you encounter anything else? I encountered Herb. He is an elderly man who got very physical with me. What do you mean he got physical with you? What do you? How? He's learned how to manipulate the human body and the human brain. It was just like an onslaught. Um, and it was extremely painful. Stop it! <laughs> I'm angry at this guy that's around here that shouldn't be here. He starts off charming and then gets agitated and irritated and not so nice. He's got a problem, and he prefers the back bedroom now. So I'm concerned about the children. Without a doubt, it's him. Kristen, tell her what happened. I was feeding my grandson in the high chair, and all of a sudden, my arm was grabbed and jerked backwards. Oh, I think it's Herb. Amy, is the guy Herb, who you say is causing Kristen all these problems here, is that the guy you sketched? I don't see the sketch when uh, Amy does it. I'm gonna see it for the first time tonight with you guys. 
He doesn't look so nice to me. Well, initially when I met him, you know, he was not very happy. But to me, it just seemed like a grumpy old man. And they can sometimes be endearing. So then when he figured out that I wasn't here to help him, he was like, oh, you're not going to help me get rid of them? You're here to get rid of me? That's when he attacked me. I have a picture of the former owner of this house. That's not him. So my question to you is, who is he and what the hell is he doing here? He is attracted to this house. Because there is someone residing in this house who is very open. I'm starting to believe that Kristen's abilities are very powerful. So powerful, she may be attracting the dead from miles away. There's a question I always ask to see if someone might be a sensitive. One question I had was, do you have vivid dreams? Always. Mm -hmm. And they're so clear that I remember them the whole next day and the next night. No matter where you go, you're going to open doorways. You come with a door. So was it her or the house? Oh, no, it's her. Yeah. I mean, you're open, you're sensitive. And the dead are looking for help. I got really emotional learning that you were coming here because I started feeling really guilty and I couldn't understand it. Like I was letting someone down. It's just a real sad feeling that comes over me when it happens. As sensitives, the dead will form relationships with us. They kind of move in. It's because we're still alive and we can hear and see and feel them, and they don't want to leave. Mm -hmm. All right, let me show you the video. Okay. Okay. Look. Ooh, I've never seen this before. Oh, here it goes, here it goes. It's getting me. It's probably gonna kill me. I can't stop it right now. It's going crazy. Look at these points right here. What is that? I've seen attacks like this before, and Kristen is playing with fire. She's in serious danger and could get herself hurt or worse. So jumping is when they try to get inside of your body mm -hmm. and control your body. And typically, any kind of dead person will attempt this, whether they're good or bad. And it's not good for our bodies. It can cause a major damage. So it's best not to allow that. Because I did run into another entity. It is really bad. It crawls around on the roof, and it goes around the windows and the doors, and it tries to get in. To me, it looked like a huge bug. And this thing attached itself to you. Let me ask you about this thing on the roof. If they decide to do nothing, what can go wrong here? If this thing gets in, you'll probably lose your mind. Amy's made it very clear how dangerous it is. 
The big question is, can you do something to make you and your family safe? I can't answer that, but Amy can. The first thing is setting up boundaries. You have a lot of dead people that are just roaming around. And there's physical things that you can do to seal your home. How do they go about sealing the house? You go outside your house and you're doing salt around your house and sage through your house to stop the energy from getting in. So you need to tell them to leave and then seal your property so that your family's safe, you're safe, and the dead are being helped in an appropriate way. In the meantime, are the kids safe? As soon as you lock down the house, yeah. With Herb, you really have to be firm. Does he respect that this is not his house? He really wants you guys to go. He wants to move in and take over. But the thing is, is he can't do that. He's dead. You're not. You're alive. Your energy surpasses his energy. You got to throw him out. We have control, period. And they cannot be in our space if we say no. And then when you're good, you can open up for business, so to speak. Hopefully now, Amy at least gave you some answers. Uh, what you do with it is up to you, but my suggestion is listen to what she says. I'm definitely gonna listen to what you suggest I do, because now I feel like I have some tools to start with to, to put a stop to it. Coming to terms with your abilities can be a difficult process, but once Kristen learns how to separate the good dead from the bad dead, she'll be able to keep herself and her grandkids safe from harm. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.